hello and welcome back to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. I'm Robin Smith and this is episode four. Today we're going to continue going through the principles of miracles. We'll see how the explanations go. My goal is to get 10 in today, but we'll see if that happens. Before we jump into that though, as always, we're going to give a shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. We'll be right back. And we're back. So let's jump right into principle number 11. Prayer is the medium of miracles. It is a means of communication of the created with the creator. Through prayer, love is received, and through miracles, love is expressed. When we pray, when we talk to God, when we commune with God, God is receiving love from us. He is experiencing the love that he is multiplied because when he is experiencing the love that he is and we are experiencing the love that we are and we are experiencing that together, that's what it said in the earlier principle that both of us receive more. And when God expresses his love, that is a miracle. Miracles happen as an expression of God's love. God's love for the person who receives the miracle, God's love for the person who prayed for the miracle, that's what miracles are. Principle 12, miracles are thoughts. Thoughts can represent the lower or bodily level of experience or the higher or spiritual level of experience. One makes the physical and the other creates the spiritual. And as we continue through the text, we're going to learn that there is a difference between making and creating. But miracles are thoughts. Everything that exists in the physical realm was a thought first. The universe itself was a thought of God. The earth was a thought of God. Each individual that lives on the earth was a thought of God. The material things, um, houses, cars, TVs, all of these things were thoughts in the mind of a person before they were created. So on the spiritual level, level, the higher vibrational level, those are the God thoughts. Those are the spirit thoughts. When we're communing with God, when we're praying, our thoughts are based in that love. And that's when the spiritual miracle happens that is then manifested into the physical reality. When a human has a thought, an idea to create something, an idea to pray for someone for a miracle, that thing is made, that miracle is accomplished, that is the lower level, the bodily level of experience. 
Principle number 13. Miracles are both beginnings and endings, and so they alter the temporal order. They are always affirmations of rebirth, which seem to go back, but really go forward. They undo the past in the present and thus release the future. Didn't think that time travel was real, did you? Ha ha ha. But miracles are both beginnings and endings. It's like when you're communing with God and you're having that experience of love with God and then God prompts you to do a miracle for someone. That is the beginning. As the miracle happens, whatever type of healing that is, that is a beginning. It's also the end of whatever the pain was, whatever the sickness was. It's the end of the pain. And it takes that person back to the beginning of wholeness, the way that God intended them to be. God intended for each of us to live full, abundant, loving lives of health and wealth and peace in every area of life. So it reverts back to the original design that was made And when it goes back to the original design, it releases the future. So from here on out, that person's life is changed. That person then can move forward from the beginning at the end of that condition, whatever that was. So 14, miracles bear witness to truth. They are convincing because they arise arise from conviction. Without conviction, they deteriorate into magic, which is mindless and therefore destructive, or rather, the uncreative use of mind. Miracles bear witness to the truth. The truth is that God created us in love. He created us to be whole, to be well, to be strong, and to convey his love, and to experience his love, and to be his love. And when we are convinced that that is the truth, and we can step out and allow miracles to be done through us, that's the way it's received, that's the way it plays out. But if we don't have that conviction... If we are not convinced that it is God's will for us to be whole and well and strong, then we try to do a miracle and sometimes it happens. But it's not necessarily an expression of love. And this goes back to also the idea of miracles being like showing off um, 
to try to convince people to believe that is in this segment it's talking about that type of thing not being real and therefore being destructive or rather the uncreative use of mind in other words like i said as we get further into the text we're going to learn that there's a difference between creating and making so that then would be the uncreative use of mind so principle 15 each day should be devoted to miracles the purpose of time is to enable you to learn how to use time constructively it is thus a teaching device and a means to an end time will cease when it is no longer useful in facilitating learning each day should be devoted to miracles each day we should start out with that communion with God and experiencing that love within our own selves and connecting with that love that is God and receiving that that love experiencing that love back and forth between you and God <clears throat> and then as we move into the day carrying that love keeping that love forefront in our minds and in our experiences then we can use that as we are prompted during the day and it says the purpose of time is to enable you to learn how to use time constructively so if you get up and you don't experience that communion that that love then you go out into your day and you're not living from the core of who you are that love that that is what you are and that is not constructive that is more or less a waste of time because you're not living in the fullness of who you are and what you are here to be so time being a teaching device and a means to an end if there were no time in this reality and in what we know as physical reality if there was no time there would be no motivation to change things but as it is we have a life here on this earth and we have days that go by and hours and minutes and seconds that go by and each second that goes by cannot be reclaimed not in this physical realm so when we understand that time here is limited and we need to make the most of it then that's what that's what the purpose of time is that we need urgency to live in love and to do the most that we can to restore other people to that love to bring the restoration of love into other people's lives and into our own lives principle number 16 miracles are teaching devices for demonstrating it is as blessed to give as to receive they simultaneously increase the strength of the giver and supply strength to the receiver that again is going back to the principle that said 
that when you experience love with someone else, it gets bigger. So miracles are teaching devices for demonstrating that it is as blessed to give as to receive. When you're walking in that love, you're living in that love, you're experiencing that love, and God prompts you to do a miracle for someone, that person who receives the miracle gets more of a revelation of God's love, and they begin to experience that love. So they increase in the strength of that love. And as the giver of the miracle experiences that love with that person, then the giver of the miracle increases in their love and in their strength as well. Principle number 17. Miracles transcend the body. They are sudden shifts into invisibility, away from the bodily level. That is why they heal. Miracles transcend the body. Everything that exists, like I said before, was a thought in someone's mind before it became a manifestation. Everything that exists in the physical realm came out of the spiritual realm. So when somebody needs a miracle and they receive the miracle, that means that they transcended their body and they actually reached into the spirit realm and received what they needed, what they asked for. And Jesus said, ask and it's given. So when it was asked for, it was given. And when you receive a miracle, you transcend the body, you reach into the spirit. And in the spirit realm, you are already whole. So that's why the healing occurs. I think that's enough for today. That was numbers 11 through 17. Next time we'll pick up with 18. Between now and then, I think it would be a good thing for all of us to listen again and think about which one of these principles of miracles we can apply most easily to our lives and then to do that. When you do that, I would really appreciate if you could get, go to anchor.fm or download the app and leave me a voice message or you could go to my Facebook page A Course in Miracles for regular people and leave a comment there. I'd love to have some interaction with you and hear what it is that you take away from these episodes. So having said all of that, I wish you much peace and joy and love. Namaste.